All right, mate, and welcome to the All Right Mate podcast. I'm here with my um, tag team partner, Tommy, and weirdly, we're in a call on Skype, and there's a third person in the call. Don't know who that is. Who could it be? It's Vince McMahon, mate. Lights are going to go out, and then they'll come on again, and the Undertaker will be stood behind me. Teddy Long style, buckle up, Teddy. <laughs> I don't know who this third person is, but maybe it's a guest. Who knows? It isn't. But Tommy, how are you? And how is the fatherhood? I'm all right, mate. Yeah, since the last time we uh, recorded one of these, I've now been ushered into the world of being a father, Big Daddy called Diesel. And um, yeah, it's good, mate. Tiring, um, as you would expect, but um, very nice to be spending some time with them, mate. Yeah, all good. Very good. So Tom's escaped up, upstairs to do this impromptu podcast. Didn't We didn't announce we were going to do this. We just decided that we would because WrestleMania's next weekend, a week today, in fact. In fact, it's week Saturday because it's over two nights, um, just like it was last year. Um, so WrestleMania 37, you may have seen that I put 38 on Facebook. Deliberate error to see if you were li- listening. Um, so yeah, it's over two nights. There's fans at this WrestleMania, which is good. Um, so Tom, what are your sort of initial thoughts going into this WrestleMania? Because you might not have a lot because you don't follow the current roster and anything, but... Yeah, you're right, mate. You know, there's, I don't have any major um, thoughts. I'm just looking at the match card now that we're going to be having a glance through together. And, you know, there's, there's a couple of matches on there that jump out to me, a few names. Like, you know, I see AJ Styles is involved in one. I do like AJ. Um, Seth Rollins as well I do quite like out of the more modern guys. Um, Randy Orton versus The Fiend jumps out and, and the triple threat match obviously on night two that they expect of Reigns and Edge and Daniel Bryan looks interesting but it's, there's a big noticeable absence that this will be the first year mate where there will be no Undertaker match isn't it you know um, I know that there'll have been Wrestlemania's during his time where he hasn't had an actual match but since his retirement this will be the first year without him mate won't it it's bittersweet isn't it it's mm. I'm glad that he doesn't have a match because Let's, what's the point anymore? Because he can't do it. He's had his last um, last WrestleMania. He had his little cinematic match, didn't he? Where he officially bowed out. I'm just hoping he doesn't just appear in one of these and end up jokes having someone then goes into a post WrestleMania program with someone. But I'm 99% sure that will not happen. So never 100% sure what order the match is in. So I did a bit of research and Bleacher Report. I've kindly done a predicted match order, so that's what we're going to go with. Um, so, night one predicted it, we're kicking off with the Raw Tag Team Championships, the New Day versus the literally just last week thrown together team of AJ Styles and Omos. I don't even know who Omos is, but. So, so, Omos is like a bodyguard, little lackey of AJ Styles. I don't know why AJ Styles is a bodyguard or a lackey, because it's AJ freaking Styles. He can get things done on his own. He can do match of the years on his own. Don't know why he's... But Omos is this absolutely massive guy. And he it says just... here he's a Nigerian-born American professional wrestler and former college basketball player. He's very, very Seven tall. Seven foot three is his build height. Yeah, he wouldn't have a lot of trouble... Um, It'll be the equivalent of me and you, Tom, just opening a cupboard, a top cupboard in the kitchen, just getting a jar of pasta out for him, wouldn't it? Put sticking the ball in. Very big. So they said to the New Day, we want this match. New Day said yes. Um, New Day, the current champions. Tom, what are your predictions for this one? Who's going to win and why? Well, I was just having a look to see. Um, obviously, I'm familiar with the New Day. Um, but there's three of them, isn't there? And I wasn't sure who's actually the tag team champions. But I'm right thinking, yeah. is it Xavier Woods and Coffee Kingston? It is, yeah. Um, Big E broke away when when they did the last draft. Um, Raw, um, Big E went to a different um, brand than the rest of the New Day. So he's doing his own thing. He will appear later on in the night um, against Apollo Crews. So yeah, it's Xavier Woods and Coffee Kingston. 
who, I if think... they sat on each of the shoulders, probably still wouldn't be as big as Omos. Yeah, certainly once think... is particularly small. I think looking at looking at the um, match without any context from what you just provided, I'd be thinking AJ Styles is a pretty big name to be throwing away in a tag team match where he doesn't come out as champion. But with them being so hastily kind of thrown together, it does make you think, well, perhaps New Day would retain. Um, if they wanted to put over AJ in this almost as a group, surely they'd have done a bit more promoting of them in, in kind of months and weeks building up to it. So my initial instinct was to say AJ Styles and Omos, but I think I'm going to go with New Day, mate, just on that logic. Um, yeah, I'll go for New Day as well, because I think AJ Styles and Omos will end up um, screwing it up somehow. Um, all Omos has ever done is just sort of help AJ Styles out of little sticky situations and catching him, like when it was a Royal Rumble, AJ Styles fell out the ring and almost caught him so he didn't get eliminated and just little things like that so I think New Day will end up outsmart, outsmarting them because they're quite a clever little unit of the New Day so New Day to retain and I think it will start off a little programme between those two teams going forward mm. maybe one of them will win on that night and then on the um, first show after Raw after Wrestlemania they might change hands but yeah I'll go for the New Day what are your one. thoughts on AJ Styles being involved in this kind of level of match? Does it seem a little bit of a waste of a man of his talents? Because he's, he's not getting any younger, is he? And he's only going to have so many manias left in him, you'd say. He can still do it, can AJ? He had a match against Daniel Bryan not that long ago on SmackDown, and it was a match of the year candidate. So there's no doubt whatsoever that he can still do it. I don't like this whole stupid thing with Omos. He doesn't need him. Don't really understand it. He's just turned into sort of a little kind of a comedy character AJ at the moment, which I don't know. You got another thing that if he moved over to AEW, he would just be used doing what he does best. None of this stupid playing. The last um, the last episode of Raw, they were playing fucking board games with a new day and doing these silly like Pictionary games and stuff. It's like, for goodness sake, why? Um, so yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully New Day will win that one and a little screw up between AJ Styles and Omos would be quite good to watch, but we shall yeah. see. It's uh, it's a funny one, isn't it, with WWE? You know, I was saying to you before this, mate, I'll talk a bit more about it the, towards the back end of this, but in my first week of father, obviously been watching the WrestleManias on a night, just through one, just started with WrestleMania 1 and just watching through them, so some I hadn't seen in the early ones, just to keep me awake and a bit of entertainment on in the background, something like. And, and it's interesting to watch back, you know, the amount of what we would look back as now and say are legendary wrestlers that you'd give anything for to have on a match card of a WrestleMania that had such throwaway matches, you know, in those, in that era, you know, when they didn't, when WrestleMania was just another night and they didn't really know how important it would become. And even when they started to know that they still waste some great talent and you look at AJ and just think it's one of those where another five or 10 years you'd be thinking, oh, I wish we had someone of his talent to use better than throwing him away in a tag team match. But, yeah, we shall see. It's on first in it, so it won't be. No one will remember this match. I wouldn't have thought, and they probably won't remember this one either. So next up, Bad Bunny versus the Miz. So Bad Bunny's a rapper, and WWE went, "You're popular, aren't you? Do you want a match at WrestleMania, yeah, right then?" I was going to ask what Bad Bunny is. Never heard of him. That's it. That's literally it. Um, it's just one of those things, isn't it? Trying to pull in new viewers. Bad Bunny's really popular. Hoping that Bad Bunny fans tune into it and then think, oh, the wrestling's actually quite good, isn't it? I might watch it from here on in and by the network. So, yeah, he's he had a very limited program versus The Miz. Originally, I believe it was supposed to be Bad Bunny and Damien Priest, who's recently come from NXT, um, against The Miz and John Morrison. But I believe John Morrison got injured, I think. So that's not happening now. So it is just Bad Bunny versus a Miz. Um, last episode, the Miz and Morrison did a little diss video of Bad Bunny. That's all your build up you're going to get with that one. Um, Bad Bunny's probably going to win because, you know, why not? You wouldn't bring a celeb in, would you, not to win it? You know, I think, again, 
WrestleMania is nothing new. You know, they always like to have a celebrity guest in there or multiple celebrity guests of varying degrees of popularity and common sense that appear. Um, like I say, it's not one I've ever heard of Bad Bunny, but yeah, you can't imagine anything other than a, a win for the celebrity, can you? Otherwise, why bother? Yeah, and the Miz is just such a frustrating character because he occasionally has these like very sort of fierce moments where he's cutting an absolutely fantastic promo saying he deserves this, he deserves that. Speaking a lot of home truths, to be fair, about the WWE. And then he just, like a flick of the switch, he just goes into complete moron, idiot, stupid Miz. And it's just like, there's no consistency in his character. So he's just a comedy character. So Bad Bunny will probably win, unfortunately. I'd love for the Miz to win. I hope the Miz destroys him, but won't happen. So Bad Bunny is probably going to win. Uh, next one. This should be a fantastic match. Two incredibly highly talented wrestlers. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. Um, Seth Rollins recently come back. He had a baby with uh, Becky Lynch. Carrying on his little sort of messiah. I'm the saviour of Smackdown gimmick. Um, trying to get everybody to embrace the vision. And follow his way of doing things. I'm going to. Make SmackDown really good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, though, is it? Um, and then Cesaro, who's the Swiss Superman, Swiss Cyborg, absolutely incredible wrestler. He's been underused massively in recent years. The furthest he's ever got is having the tag team championships with old Sheamus as part of the bar. We don't just set the bar, we are the bar. Oh, yeah, not anymore, though, are you? No, you're not. Um, Cesaro embarrassed Seth Rollins by picking up him by his feet and swinging him 21 times in the ring. Seth Rollins got very annoyed because he hurt his pride. So they're having a match, which should be a very good match. Who's going to win? I'm going to go Cesaro because I think he's on a push and I think they're going to continue that momentum into, into WrestleMania and beyond. Yeah, I think um, uh, when we'd spoken the last few days, but I know you mentioned... Cesaro is starting to get a little bit more of a push, which is which is good because I, I do like him. He's always, I, I mean that when we reviewed WrestleMania 30 last time, mate, his body slam of um, the Big Show on it over the top rope, mm. which is very impressive. Uh, but like I say, he's never really gone on to do a great deal. Seth obviously is usually one of the top guys, isn't he? Um, if he's just coming back from some time away, maybe it makes sense that. He's um, just been slowly introduced. I'm going to go for Seth Rollins, mate. I think your logic makes sense for Cesaro, but on the same bat, if Seth's been off for a while, this is maybe the kind of thing he needs to kickstart a pushback towards the top, because he's usually in and around the title picture, isn't he? Yeah, I think there'll be um, a Cesaro win, and I think Seth Rollins will attack him after the match, and that'll continue it onto the main weekly programmes. So, yeah, good luck to Sarah. Hope he does it. Oh, so, next up um, is Shane McMahon's obligatory steel cage match slash something that he can fall off at WrestleMania. He's having a steel cage match versus the monster Braun Strowman. Um, build up to this is Shane McMahon said he was stupid and Braun Strowman didn't like that. All right, that's some uh, major heat there then, mate, in the build-up. Yeah, that's it. That's that's literally it. Um, recently, Shane McMahon covered Braun Strowman in um, green slime, green gunge. Um, Braun Strowman, uh, whenever he runs around the ring now, has trained sound effects because his gimmick is like is now some big muscular Almost man who works. Engine. Yeah, <laughs> big muscular man who works on trains. Fuck me. Um, Braun Strowman's going to win this one. Do you think? I um, yeah. I think the vanity of Shane McMahon might uh, push him to the win, mate. And it sounds like they're not really taking Braun Strowman very seriously if they're uh, accompanying with uh, trained sound effects. So this is my wild prediction, mate. There'll be some form of spot where Braun Strowman throws Shane McMahon through the cage. And he'll go through a table, the announce table on the outside, and win the match. But it'll be more of a 
moral victory for Braun Strowman. That's what I'm going for, mate. But Shane McMahon to actually win. Yeah, there's absolutely no doubt whatsoever. It would be Braun and Shane climbing up the cage or they get on top of the cage. And it's a fair, it's a steel cage match, so it's not hell in a cell, so they won't get on top of the cage, but they'll probably end up climbing up it and one of them will fall down the thing and get it. And then that's that, that'll be that. We see it every year. Shane McMahon's got to have his, even though he retired um, a couple of years ago, Kevin Owens retired him, but there's no such thing as retirement unless they're dead. So never mind. Um, lovely. So the next one is a WWE Championship match. The almighty Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. So Bobby Lashley in the hurt business, a little stable with himself. Um, I've completed Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin with a manager MVP. They recently fell apart, even though everybody loved the hurt business and it was really popular. Not allowed to have nice things, are we? Stop having so much fun, screams Vince McMahon. Stop enjoying it. Stop so, it to be fun. Yeah, grow up. So that's no longer a thing. Um, so, yeah, Bobby Lashley's recently been saying, right, whoever takes Drew McIntyre out so he can't compete, I'll give you a WrestleMania match for my WWE Championship. Which don't make any freaking sense. Like, they're putting him across as this big almighty guy. And then he's trying to get people to take him out so we don't have to fight him. It's just... Uh, why? It's so mate. stupid. My, my quick thoughts on this one are that it feels like we're back in like 2006, seven when, you know, Bobby Lashley, MVP, and Shelton Benjamin were big, well, semi-big stars, weren't they, quite a number of years ago? And then they've been away for quite some time. Am I right in all this? Because I'd not heard of Bobby Lashley for years, and then all of a sudden he's the champion. Oh, yeah. He sort of come back and had a massive push. He was in it a few years ago, and he they had him where he's wearing the stupid hat, and he just kept smiling all the time. There was this infamously bad one where people were dressed up as his sisters. Yeah, it was freaking horrible. But now he's just like... Uh, Brock Lesnar sort of powerhouse character. Um, who's going to win? I believe Drew McIntyre is going to win this one because he won the WrestleMania last year, but there was no crowd and my headset's fallen off my head. I don't know why. Um, so, so I think they want Drew McIntyre to have a win at WrestleMania with the um, with with the crowd, so he can truly celebrate it. Just going on, we spoke in the last one about spoilers. I had this spoil, spoiled for me. Drew McIntyre's last WrestleMania win because BBC News decided to report it. BBCnews.com, first British person wins WWE Championship. Well, that's not news, is it? That's like, <laughs> what are you on about? Come on, like the stupid BBC B going all kayfabe and it's no oh. BBC's usually reserved for when a wrestler dies that's the only time you ever see something come up on BBC News about wrestling usually isn't it BBC News is usually re usually um, reporting news which not so what other British persons winning there's NXT UK where British people are winning championships mm. yeah Drew McIntyre for me to get the old uh, yeah, I, th I think that sounds sensible, mate. And funny enough, I was watching a little bit of um, the Broken Skull sessions uh, this week, and I started watching Drew McIntyre on with Stone Cold on the WWE Network, and he, he seems a really nice guy. Drew McIntyre, she was you know telling a little bit about his background and whatnot. And he was saying that it was amazing to win the title because at the time he was doing this interview, he was still the champion. He said, you know, there was a little tinge of sadness that it wasn't with a crowd. It does seem odd that he'd have dropped the belt because, you know, he went on quite a big push, didn't he, beating Lesnar and, mm. and, yeah, and, yeah. and what, did he win the Royal Rumble last year and then beat Lesnar, is that yeah. right? Yeah, um, the, uh, he eliminated Lesnar from the Royal Rumble, so that kicked off their little, um, little feud. But yeah, it does seem like it'd be a, you know, he seems like someone you could have as your champion for a little while, Drew McIntyre. It's odd that he'd drop the belt, but it would maybe make sense if he was there to win it back. Um, win it back at WrestleMania with fans in the stadium for him, mate, hopefully, or in the arena. So I'll go with Drew as well. Yeah, hopefully we'll see what happens. I think maybe they broke up the hurt business. Maybe they'll... 
don't know what it's... Sorry, my headset has literally just fallen off my head. My head's easily shrunk. That great big mop of hair, mate, that's doing it, I think. I think it must be, yeah. It's providing a little um, lubricated surface for it. Um, so, where was it? Yep, so there's possibly the Hurt Business will get involved, which will mean Bobby Lashley doesn't lose his championship cleanly. Um, so it'll probably carry over to the next... Um, Episode Am of- I right thinking, mate, based on what you said, that Bobby's kind of in the role of heel in this one if he's offering people to kind of oh, help yeah, yeah, Drew? Yeah. Yeah. Drew, Drew's been the old face for well over a year now. So, yeah, we shall see. Maybe Seamus will get involved because Drew and Seamus have recently had a big fallout. They had a match at Fastlane. So, yeah, we shall see. So, next one, this has had a bit of a Terrible build-up, considering the competitors in the match. Um, SmackDown Women's Championship, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. And I just realised we've totally forgot Emma's predictions. But yeah, we'll do this one and I'll go over Emma's, very, very quickly go over Emma's predictions for the first night. So, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, two incredibly talented wrestlers, going at it for the championship. The build-up's been absolutely terrible, though. This guy called Reginald has appeared who do you, know, do you know do you know who Carmella is the name rings well didn't she used to be somebody's like manager am I misremembering that? she used to be with Enzo and, Enzo and Cass who uh, are no longer there because of controversial reasons um, so I believe she used to be with them but she recently came back all reinvented to just put a dress on her basically that's all they did and she had this um, sommelier called Reginald who would just appear offering a champagne every now and again. Reginald! Reginald! <laughs> Reginald Barntooth. <laughs> yeah. Jim. I disagree! <laughs> um, so he just appeared. <laughs> he just appeared with her and then he just kept appearing more and more and more and then getting involved more and more and more. I had some... <laughs> Screwing up the build-up for Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair is just missing an open goal. It's it's on a plate for you. It's spoon-fed what to do with those two. You don't have to do a lot, but they just totally screwed it up. Um, I believe Reginald's like the guy who was in is in used to do like Cirque du Soleil. Uh, That's terrible pronunciation. You guys are as much of the French language. Um, Cirque du Soleil, mate. Was that what you? Yeah, so on. So he can do flips. He can do flips. And that's why he's got a contract. Um, He just kept getting involved and screwing everything up. And then he got involved with Nia Jax. And then they got involved with Natalia and Tamina. And it's just been a horrible, horrible mess. They've screwed up one of the biggest and best matches on the card. And to the extent that I don't really care anymore because Reginald's probably going to get involved. Reginald! Carmelo will probably come down and someone else will oh, Yeah. Um, who's going to win? Bianca Belair, probably. She came up from NXT, won the Royal Rumble, and I believe all things are pointing Bianca, the EST of WWE. She's a fast ist and the strong ist and the quick ist, so she's the NXT. Blah blah blah. They did an ob- she had an obstacle course race with Bailey not long ago. Tell you what, mate, you're a trooper for watching this week. In <laughs> I don't, it's someone's weird. got to though, aren't they? <clears throat> they have to because I have faith that it's going to get better, and this hasn't at all. The best thing that happened in this was. They announced it, and then since then, it's got rubbish. But yeah, I think Bianca's going to win it. Um, yeah, as I said, it's all coming up, Bianca, at the moment. So, yeah. I mean, I, I can't offer any insight onto this one, unfortunately. I've I've gone for Sasha Banks purely because I know she is, and I'd not heard of Bianca Belair before. Um, I think what you're saying there makes sense, that, you know, you always like to see titles change hands, don't you, at WrestleMania, and if you've got maybe a bit of a... I'm assuming Bianca Belair's maybe more of a new up and comer in comparison to Sasha Banks. She's based very, on the very fact good that I've never Bianca, heard of yeah. Her. Yeah, um, she's both very, very good wrestlers that have just been let down by the horrific booking, stupid non storytelling. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to go with Sasha Banks, stick with my original 
thing based on nothing more than I know she is. Lovely. So that's night one. So I'm going to very quickly do Emma's. Emma's isn't in order at all, so bear with me. Um, oh, so yeah, Emma, New Day versus AJ Styles. Emma's gone New Day because she loves Big E, even though it's not technically in it anymore. She's got a big thing. She's got a thing for old Big, big E, does Emma? Ah, grand. I think she's very funny. Um, Bad Bunny versus The Miz. Um, Emma's gone for Bad Bunny because I hate him. Because I hate him. Great. Oh, hate. so she wants you to be miserable and. Yeah, she happy. does. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. This is what she said in the wedding vows. <laughs> Why do you take the Graham to make him miserable? To spoil uh, wrestling for him forever. Yeah. To ruin it all. She'll get up and look at the results and whisper it into my ear in the morning. Um, Seth Rollins, Sarah. Um, Seth, because she's heard of Seth. He's a spitting image of Emma's cousin. Oh, really? I'll show you a picture one day and he looks exactly like him. Um, Steel Cage match, Braun Strowman versus Shane O'Mac. Who's she gone for here? It'd be help if my writing wasn't like a two-year-old. Um, she's gone for Shane O'Mac because I said Shane first. So she would have gone with Braun if I wrote Braun first. Good insight here. Almost as well, not as quite as good as ours. One step behind me, mate, in terms of her insight. To be fair, I'm not that far off uh, picking based on (laughs) all their names first. She was busy doing productive stuff here, but it's not an excuse, is it? Um, It's really awkward and tricky and like manual physical here. Like Emma, who do you think is going to win this? (laughs) Fuck off, will you help me? (laughs) Tell me who it's going to win, then I'll help you. Tells you that you're like, are you kidding? I want to know. Don't just say that. Write 500 words as to why. Um, Bobby versus Drew. She's gone for Bobby Lashley because the Scottish guy gets on her nerves. Um, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. She wants Sasha to win because Belair sounds poncy. Not, it's not. It's not bloody Carlton. It's not. Yeah, Carlton Banks. Lovely. So, yeah, that's Emma's predictions. There is quite a bit of an irony there that we've got the last name of the family, Banks, and where they lived, Belair. Little uh, Will Smith cameo, maybe, mate. Rocks up. (laughs) What's a butler called? Jeffrey. Jeffrey the Reginald Sommelier. It's all one big episode of... um, Got one in the fight of them, got scared. She said, you're going to have almost as your bodyguard. (laughs) (laughs) It's all tied together nicely, mate. It is. We've we've rumbled them. We've royal rumbled them. So, that's night one. So, have a sleep. Come back night two. Um, It kicks off with Asuka, the champion, versus Rhea Ripley which I personally believe has the potential to be the best match on the card. So, Asuka, she's um, Empress of Tomorrow. She's an absolute... Well, she's a face, but my God, she's very, very brutal, very full-on, just goes absolutely hell for leather in all the fights, um, versus Rhea Ripley, who's, again, recently just coming from NXT... I believe it was supposed to be Asuka versus Charlotte Flair, the omni-Charlotte, as people call her, because she appears everywhere, fighting for all the championships, just because she's Ric Flair's daughter. Controversial thing to say, because she keeps saying that's not true. Um, And Rhea Ripley's, again, this is my brutality. She's very, very, um, very much a powerhouse, brutal sort of wrestler. So those two together, fighting for the championship, should be fantastic match. didn't say why she, it, Charlotte got replaced because she's got COVID. It was supposed to be Charlotte versus Lacey Evans, maybe with Asuka thrown in, um, but Lacey Evans got pregnant. Spoiling it for everybody. Yeah, and everybody thought it was going to be um, Ric Flair because she had a thing with Ric Flair, and I was like, oh my God, it's Ric Flair's kid. So that's so she's gone, and then Charlotte went, and now it's replaced by two completely different people. Um, so yeah, Asuka's a Raw Women's Champion. She hasn't really done anything recently. She got her teeth kicked out 
by why her name's escaping me. Um, she she got her teeth kicked out and then she was out for a bit. And then Rhea Ripley said, "I want your championship." And then those two had a good little scrap together, and that's what's now happening at WrestleMania. Mm, well, who's that... I going to win? Um, I think As. Crying out loud. Headset fell off again. I think Asuka's going to win. I think she'll return because I don't think Rhea Ripley's... I don't think Rhea Ripley should be champion yet. Although, we did say the same thing with Bianca, but Rhea Ripley's literally only just appeared kind of on the main roster, so Bianca's been there a bit longer. So I'll go with um, Asuka for this one. Yeah, um, I'd not heard of Asuka before, um, but I have heard of Rhea Ripley, so I don't know if I would have maybe seen her in the Women's Royal Rumble, perhaps. She was, yeah. She eliminated um, Alexa Bliss, which I was deeply upset about. Yeah, Um, I was just having a quick look at a picture of Rhea Ripley, and she she does ring a bell, and I do remember her being quite formidable. Um, You've given some very good context and logic for why it wouldn't be her, but I'm going to go for Rhea Ripley, mate, just for a bit, just to be... uh, Just to be awkward and controversial. Yeah, yeah, I think it was that rumble where um, Rhea Ripley was wearing like a Dragon Ball Z Saiyan armor outfit, which was very cool. Um, like the New Day did a few years ago, came out in the Saiyan's armor. Very good. Um, United States Championship match. So it's Riddle, formerly known as Matt Riddle. He's the champion and he's taken on Sheamus. Um <laughs> Sort of a funny segment, like Sheamus was getting interviewed by this um, just about stuff, about his rivalry, Drew McIntyre, because um, he lost and he's not an happy man. Then Riddle appears on a scooter, and he just starts circling him on the scooter and just asking the most inane questions, like, have you ever been to Drew's house? Has he ever been to your house? Have you ever seen the Loch Ness Monster? What's it like in Scotland? Just like someone compared it to... Um, you're on Home Alone when they're leaving the next morning and there's that kid who lives next door. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's sat, on the, he's sat with the um, driver and he's like, how oh, much geez, gas I don't know, kid, thing? just leave me alone. How much gas do you get on this thing? Does this go far? Are you a professional? How many people are you taking? Just asking stupid questions like that. Um, so, yeah, that's Riddle's thing now. It's He's an idiot, but he's, he's pretty funny. Um, Riddle and Seamus had a match recently. Um well, Seamus attacked Riddler with his scooter. He just drove it into his ribs. That led to a match. Um, Seamus won, but Riddler attacked him after the match. I believe Riddle's still a face and Seamus is a heel. Maybe that'll change in the match. Um, who do I think is going to win? I think Seamus is going to win this. Um, either Seamus will win or Riddler will win and Seamus will attack him pretty brutally after the match and will be standing tall at the end. But I don't think they'll let Seamus have two sort of losses in a row because I think they're trying to push him a bit. So I think he should have the win at WrestleMania and I think he will have the win at WrestleMania. Yeah, um, I know Seamus relatively well. You know, I've seen plenty of him over the years. I know he's um, had a number of runs as the kind of top top guy in the business, hasn't he, in the past. Um, I've only seen little bits of Matt Riddle and... Um, I've kind of liked what I've seen. You know, he comes across as very cocky and arrogant, which, you know, usually in the world of, like, football, for example, we used the example last week, mate, didn't we, of um, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart being kind of the Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo. And I always liked Shawn Michaels more. And there's something in wrestling where I do quite like the cocky, brash, arrogant guy. And and I saw Matt Riddle doing some kind of shoot interviews trying to get um, Brock Lesnar to have a match with him maybe a year or so back and Brock was having none of it. Um, He's also obviously a legitimate kind of hard guy, isn't he, Riddling, that he's a former mixed martial artist. I think think he was with the UFC or MMA or something like that. Um, This one, for me, feels like it would just be a waste to put the belt on Sheamus. I get what you're saying, they're looking to maybe give him a push again, but he's been and had his time now. Do you mean he's been the champion, he's been there, done it. Surely Riddle's the one you want to put over here and, you know, maybe push him on to greater things, perhaps. I don't know. But again, sounds like the gimmick he's got is maybe a bit bit silly at the moment in, in, a, in a positive way. It sounds like it's going over quite well. But I don't know. Yeah, I just think it's always a shame when you've got like a youngish guy like Riddle who seems to be quite talented and I'd like to see him keep the belts. I'm going to go with Riddle, mate. Yeah, I mean, Riddle won it in a triple threat match. He won it 
off um, Bobby Lashley and then Bobby Lashley moved on to bigger and better things as he's now the champion. But yeah, it's fair. I mean, like Sheamus was, he's been knocking about a long time now, hasn't he? So I think he just, he just needs a good old, just nice single storyline. I think he had, he did well with, as a bow with old Cesaro. Um, but I think they should carry this feud on between him and him and Riddle. And hopefully something will happen on WrestleMania where that keeps on going. So, and Riddle's got all the potential in the world. Um, he's relatively new in on the main roster. So, yeah, we shall see. Good luck to both of them. Uh, next up, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. These two have been a absolutely like legendary feuds in the past. Back in the NXT days, they were best friends, and then they feuded, and then they became friends again. Um, but context for this one, Sami Zayn has become like a little conspiracy nut. He thinks the whole world's against him in the WWE. Got his own little film crew to make a little film. I think they're showing it next week or something. Um, so yeah, that's his thing at the moment. And then he went up to his friend, Kevin Owens, and said, basically, what what's your opinion? Um, I want I want you to be with me on this. I want you to be with me on this conspiracy. Kevin Owens just basically said, no, you, you're an idiot. Piss off. Strange man. And then Sami Zayn attacked him. And then they've been feuding since. Uh, it's Owens v Zayn at Res- WrestleMania, which should be a fantastic match. Because when those two have been proven to um, put on a hell of a show. It wouldn't surprise me if Sami Zayn won this. And I'd, out of the two of them, I'd like Sami Zayn to win it um, just to keep it going. Because I think if Owens wins it, it'll put be sort of a stopper on the on the storyline. So I'm hoping that Zayn wins it. And I think Zayn will win it. Am I misremembering, mate? Did these two not have a match on the last WrestleMania? Or am I thinking back to something else? Because I've definitely watched a match, quite a brutal, kind of like street brawly kind of fight between these two in recent years and I, I could have sworn it was last year but I'm just going to quickly look it up now um, not that it really matters but I'm just they would have had a Wrestlemania match at some point yeah um, Battlegrounds 2016 obviously that was many years ago I can't remember to be honest um, but they probably have done they certainly would have had a few matches um, in NXT Um but Sami Zayn's a completely different guy to what he was back then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I hope Sami Zayn wins just to keep it going. Really, there'll be there'll be a dodgy finish to that match. I can guarantee you that on hundred percent to keep in with the old um, conspiracy storyline. So yeah, um, uh, I don't really have a a strong thought one way or the other, mate. I think what you said makes sense in terms of if they've got a bit of a storyline going with Sami. That he goes over, mate. So, yeah, we'll go Sammy's in as well. Grand. Next one, Intercontinental Championship, Big E, the current champion versus Apollo Crews. So, Big E was doing these um, sort of open challenges. Apollo Crews kept answering them. Apollo Crews didn't win, kept failing to win. And Big E eventually said, no, you've had, you've had your chances now. Go away. You keep losing. Don't want you to do it anymore. Want to do it against someone else. Apollo Crews got annoyed and eventually turned heel. Became a bad guy and kept attacking Big E, laying him out. Squashed him with some steel stairs. And then Apollo Crews thought, you know what? I'm going to go back to my roots. I'm going to go back to who I actually am. And suddenly he had a Nigerian accent, which I believe is his actual accent. Um, And Went back to his roots as a Nigerian saying he's going to channel his um, ancestral Nigerian strength and power and all that kind of thing. Um, He's completely changed as a character. They had a match at Fastlane, but the ending got botched because there was a pin and then the pin got reversed. And I think someone was supposed to kick out that, but they didn't. And it all just went horribly, horribly wrong. But before that happened, they had a superb match. So I think... Who's going to win this one? It seems 
that Big E would win it. Um, but I think Apollo Crews is going to nick it off him in this match, to be honest. And they'll probably have a rematch the night after. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go Apollo Crews to win this win this one. You're on mute, mate. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, I must admit, Apollo Crews isn't somebody um, that I'm that familiar with. Um, Where's doing no Big E? I'm going to go Big E, mate, just based on the fact that I always liked his work with the New Day um, and, and thought he was a good character. So, so I hope he keeps his belt, mate. Uh, it would be nice if he would win in front of all the WWE universe. Next one, Randy Orton versus The Fiend. Now, I don't know what is going to happen in this match. This is a match I'm most looking forward to because I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't know what form it's going to take. Maybe we'll know more next Friday. Um, the Fiend is back after being burned alive by Randy Orton. He's got a new mask, new clothing, all incinerated and creepy as fuck. Um, Alexa Bliss will no doubt be there as well. Hopefully. Um, so, yeah. I think The Fiend's going to... I can't really predict because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know whether we'll actually have a winner or something will happen in their bizarre story where it's a no contest or... <sighs> anything could happen. Um, but I'll go for The Fiend to win because he's come back as probably a more powerful form of whatever the hell he is. Um, Randy Orton's just sort of slipping into... I want to say slipping into sort of submission to the fiend because he's been spewing up black stuff, which I don't know what that means, getting possessed or something. It'd be great if, Rand if Randy Orton joined the fiend as like an evil lackey of him and they're just slowly recruiting more and more people. That'd be brilliant. But I'll go for the fiend because I don't see any logic in Randy Orton winning, to be honest. No, I'd agree with that, mate. And, you know, we've talked about the fiend a little bit and Bray Wyatt in general and his... <sighs> sort of tends to lose at the big moments when he needs the push more than ever and it would make a lot of sense for him to win here so let's hope that he does mate and that uh, gimmick keeps going like you say there wouldn't be a lot of value in Randy Orton getting that win you wouldn't say would there sir yeah. um, let's hope he, he does win it mate and interesting little thing as I was saying I've been watching um quite a bit of uh, the old WrestleManias and there's an old character called IRS, which is Erwin R. Shyster. And it was when the, uh, it was when uh, Vince McMahon was getting um, a lot of pressure from the federal government on a number of different things, kind of sex allegations and, and um, uh, steroid abuse allegations. And he created this character to kind of represent the government and, uh, Erwin R. Scheister, mate, it's two boys, uh, Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt, mate. So, um, it's their dad. Oh. Uh, ah, there you go. Hmm. Yeah. When the fiend recently returned, people thought it was Bo Dallas being the fiend. Cause he looked a bit different to Bray. They said he was smaller. I don't know. Maybe it was a camera angles. Who knows and who cares? So, yeah, um, Fiend, hopefully, to win that. I hope that's a very exciting match. hope it's not just a terrible, cheesy piece of crap. But then again, the wrestling is a cheesy piece of crap. So, who knows? Last but not least, um, there is the Universal, Universal, Universal Championship. Roman Reigns defending his championship versus Edge and Daniel Bryan. Little triple threat, is it? Yay. So, Edge has been doing my head in recently. So, he won the Royal Rumble, which gets you a match at WrestleMania. Gets you a title match. You don't necessarily get to pick who. He did pick Reigns, but he wanted that title. And there's no promises. It's a one-on-one. -on -one. You just get a title match, no matter what that is. It could be a 32-man Battle Royale elimination buried alive match that's what you have to do you don't really get a say in it so daniel bryan edged his way in because he lost it unfairly his universal championship match after elimination chamber so he wanted it in and then edge just kept whinging no he's not in it no it's just me and roman here i don't want him, i don't want him to do it so, well, no that's 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 not how it works edge you know it's like suspending belief sort of like twisting the rules no that's not that's not what it's about edge is going to win this one absolutely no there's no doubt about it is there 
I think it's like that match takes place like 10 years after he retired. Right. Like to the night. So, it's yeah, I can't see anyone winning this. But Edge, I think Daniel Bryan's just a red herring in this match, just to throw you off. Um, yeah, Edge, for me, is going to win this one. Potentially wouldn't be surprised to see Edge pin Daniel Bryan to win. And then that oh, yeah, yeah. the yeah, feud, doesn't yeah. it, with Reigns ongoing? Yeah, that's why Daniel Bryan's in the match, basically, for him to get pinned. So, next night, we'll see Reigns versus Edge, maybe. Um, on SmackDown, so yeah, it should be a good match, but it's just all a bit too predictable. This one, really, um, yeah, I hope it's it doesn't. Difficult, isn't it? it will, it will close the whole WrestleMania, but I hope it doesn't because, yeah, yeah, I think, um, you're right that it can be a bit predictable when you bring back someone like Edge and you've done all the work and build up, it's kind of like, well. Would you go through all of that to then not have them win? And it's quite unlikely, isn't it? And, and I always liked Edge. Um, he's the one, without any of the kind of annoyance of having watched it, he's the one I'd want to win, I guess, um, for nostalgia's sake. Um, but yeah. Um... <clears throat> well, he's turned like heel, or he's a tweener, as they like to say, because um, he doesn't like that Daniel Bryan's in it. He's said he's been back to the rated R superstar. Don't think they needed to do any of it just have Edge as a face against Roman as a heel. I don't think it was necessary. But then again, as you said, they don't want Reigns to be pinned, do they? So. They want to protect him, don't they? Because, again, there's that thing, you know, I'm contradicting myself a little bit about what I was saying around Riddle and Sheamus in that, do you really want to be putting over an older star for the sake of, you know, the younger talent? I know Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, you know, particularly Roman Reigns, are, are relatively youngish aren't they will still be there for a number of years but at the same time I think you know it, it makes sense and it they'll pin Daniel Bryan he'll be the one that takes the pin one way or another um to keep those two storyline going on into the future what's the uh state of play of Roman Reigns and the Usos mate are they still in his camp are they still his um yeah so Jay Uso's very much his little um lackey just sort of always get getting in the opponent's face and being the one to scrap with them whilst Roman Reigns just stays there saying, I'm not wasting my energy on you, Jay, go and attack him. Jimmy's still out. Jimmy Uso's still... Well, I think he's cleared, but he hasn't appeared in the ring since Roman and um, Jay's match um, a while ago. So maybe he'll get involved in this. Yeah, I just wondered if there's any chance of them appearing, yeah. perhaps, maybe. But... Maybe Jay will come to interfere and Jimmy will come and stop him. Who knows? It's a triple threat, so it's no disqualification in it. So mm. um, so anything could happen in that match. Um, yep, yeah, so quickly to Emma's. Uh, who was the first one? Asuka versus Ripley. What did she say? This isn't in order. Um, Asuka, because Emma likes Japan and Asuka's Japanese, so go figure. There you go. Um, Riddle versus Sheamus. Um, Riddle because Sheamus is annoying is what she said. What's next? Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Um, she thinks Sami Zayn is going to win. No reason given because she's got <laughs> she to the end of me <laughs> distracting her. Um, Big E versus Bola Cruz. I know she said Big E because he's her favourite. Randy Orton versus a fiend. She's gone for Randy Orton because she knows I like Bray. <laughs> People can fall out. She's a very destructive um, woman. Reigns, Edge, Brian. Brian, because she's heard of him. So there you go. Insightful. Mm. Heavily detailed predictions from Emma Thurkill. So yeah, it should be an interesting WrestleMania. There's people back. There's fans back in the arena which should give it an extra... Dimension of excitement, shouldn't it? Yeah, how many people um, are going to be attending it, mate? Have they said? Tom, sing a wrestling entrance theme whilst I look this up. You put me on the spot here, mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching, like I say, a lot of the early ones, so it'd have to be, I am a real American. <laughs> there you go, take it, mate. Um, the old Hulkster. WWE has a capacity for 25,000 for each night. So there you go. Oh, right, okay. I imagine they sold them all. 
they had a um, during Fastlane, they had a little advert where the WWE superstars were telling everyone to get vaccinated so they can come and watch the WrestleMania. I'll tell you what, it, reason. It, it'll make <laughs> yeah, just for that. Like, don't worry about your family health. It's just for WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll make such a difference having fans there though won't it it was so weird last year's event without fans um, you know I'm looking forward to to be able to watch a, a more recent one with the fans in, in the stadium or absolutely yeah it should be interesting how they receive all these people because we've not had them in for years you can imagine so we don't really know what they think very Boom. good uh, crowd though surely you know, just there'll be a lot oh, of hardcore fans there, won't there, that haven't been able to go for so long that surely you'll be well up for it. Oh, we see that guy we always see on the front row. He's got like a green T-shirt on and a cap, and then there's this guy with long hair, and you always see him at every single show in the same seat. Um, so, yeah, that hopefully we'll see them because, you know, part, part, part of the furniture. Yeah. Maybe a fan will run into the ring and attack him. Who knows? So yeah, that's the WrestleMania, which is next weekend. So I'll awesome. probably watch one night of it on Sunday. Sunday morning. Oh, imagine that waking up early Sunday morning. Little cup of cocoa, blanket. First night of WrestleMania on the telly. Well, glorious. You, you never know, mate. Depending on how where uh, the daughter sleeps, I may watch some of it live. Mm. So we'll have to see, mm. won't we? Don't spoil it. This could be the last podcast you hear, everyone. Me and Tom fell out because he's ruined WrestleMania. The stable has broken up. <laughs> and we'll appear at the next WrestleMania in a one-on-one match. Um, yeah, so whilst Tom's been um, looking after little Lara in her infancy, he's been watching WrestleManias, the first 10 of them, in fact. Yeah. What are your highlights and lowlights? Well, I've really enjoyed watching them, mate. Even the ones that are pretty terrible, it's been enjoyable just to watch, just for nostalgia's sake. Um, I mean, there's some terrible fucking gimmicks. Doink the Clown is a (laughs) particular poor standout. There was also a guy called the Red Rooster, and um, he was a really good wrestler. He fought Bobby, Bobby the Brain Heenan, and like it was like a squash match against him. But it was just the most ridiculous gimmick. You know, obviously, I'd never heard of this guy. Never seen him since. He was only a young guy, so he was obviously career destroyed by it. Um, but what I was going to say is, I listen. I'll give a little plug to another podcaster. I listened to a podcast called Wrestle Me, and it's a guy called. Pete Donaldson, who's also part of several other podcasts I listen to, and a guy called Mark Haynes, and they um, have watched all of the WrestleManias through and do, like, several episodes per WrestleMania reviewing them. So I I listen to that just because I enjoy listening to the guys speak, but it's been really good to go back and re-listen to them as I'm watching them because it makes a lot more sense and gives a lot of insight to things going on behind um, behind the scenes. But it's really good to see you know people like Brett Hitman Hart and, and Shawn Michaels start to come into it. Um, some controversial lowlights such as Sergeant Slaughter fighting Hulk Hogan as an Iraqi sympathizer during the uh, first Gulf War. <laughs> and um, apparently he fought that match, right. mate, wearing a bulletproof vest because it had threats against his life. Um, apparently. Money or your life. <laughs> Bit of uh, Adam, yeah. Adamant. Um, but yeah, really, really enjoyed it, mate. I'm just on WrestleMania 10 at the moment, the first ladder match with Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. Um, Matcha Man Randy Savage winning, I think it was WrestleMania 4. WrestleMania 4 was an interesting one, mate. I don't know if you've ever watched it before, but it's kind of like a Champions League-style knockout competition. So the, the, the title's vacant, <clears throat> and they have a series of, like, knockout matches and so Randy uh, Savage ends up winning it and he fights like four matches that night and ends up winning the title and quite an interesting concept and one I was thinking I wonder why they've not done this again and then when I watched the full episode I realised why they'd never done it again because they made it so confusing Um, and the final thing I'll say on WrestleMania's 1 to 10 mate is just some of the inexplicable characters that appear in it that I think are hangovers from the days before Vince McMahon bought the business from his dad. And some of these guys, I think, were people that 
he kind of told him to keep on and always make sure they had jobs. So I was messaging you about Lord Alfred Hayes. And <laughs> he's, he's this British guy who Lord Alfred Hayes. Honestly, mate, go on YouTube and watch some Lord Alfred Hayes. But he's like a interviewer, like um, front man that does little segments. But he's just completely and utterly dazed and confused. I've not watched a single segment of his where he hasn't messed up his lines and just gotten totally mixed up. Just very, uh, very funny character, like upper class English gent that seems so out of place in the world of pro wrestling and just so out of his depth. But. <laughs> Very, uh, very funny. Um, I but really gonna... shouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've enjoyed watching them. I'm going to carry on. My aim at the moment is to get to at least WrestleMania 20 because that's where I kind of stopped watching them and the nostalgia may end. Um, but I might keep going beyond that. I've managed to do 30-odd hours of it in a week during night feeds. So I, um, night feeding, night feeder. Time for WrestleMania. Time to wipe your ass. <laughs> Very good. Um, speaking of stand and deliver, as I just briefly sang, um, also, mate, next week is NXT TakeOver stand and deliver um, on Wednesday and Thursday at night. Um, so that should be good. There's one particular... Or there's two particular standout... three... <laughs> Um, Walter versus Tommaso Ciampa should be a brutal match. That's a single match for the NXT United Kingdom Championship. Um, Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross. that's for the NXT Championship. Again, should be an incredible match. Um, one I'm most looking forward to, you enjoyed Ciampa versus Gargano in sanctioned matches. Another one here. Um, the Undisputed Era recently broke up, and it's all Adam Cole's fault. And he's fighting against Kylo Riley in an unsanctioned match. So that should be good, shouldn't it? Oh, and there's a ladder match to determine the NXT Cruiserweight Championship as well. Very good, mate. Very yeah, entertaining. I really enjoyed Gagana. And what's the other guy? Tommy... Tommaso Ciampa. Tommy Tommy Ciampa. Tommy Ciampa. Tommy Ciampa! Yeah. I enjoyed um, watching that one, mate. Yes, I might check a bit of that out. Mm. Uh, Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez for the Women's Championship should be good. I'm looking forward to that pay-per-view more than I'm WrestleMania. What light here? So that'll be fun to watch next week, won't it? Four well, days of wrestling fun. Five days, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so we're from... Rest, well, not technically we're from wrestling. I've been playing WWE 2K19 Story Career Mode. Very good. He's going that so far. I wish it wasn't called Buzz, though. Buzz. Yeah. Buzz. Buzz Lightyear. It's their brother off Homeland, isn't it? Buzz, look at your girlfriend. <laughs> Woof. Look at Buzz. WWE champion. Buzz. No. Is a... Stop it now. Come on. Yeah, I'm enjoying that. It's a better storyline than anything that's actually happening at the moment. I like where they invade NXT. Mm. Um. It's very entertaining. I called it, by the way, when they took the mask off and it was his manager. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it was him. I wanted to give you like a story branch where you forgive him. And then they continue to work together, like through SmackDown and that, but they didn't give me the opportunity. Um, yeah, enjoying that. Um, recently made Tom on 2K19. I might post it on the Facebook group. Do it, man. Yeah. Life size. The ravishing Roton Rogers. That's him. Um, yeah, finished Last of Us 2. Enjoyed the end of that. Um, I'm glad that she spared, her, spared Abby at the end. I didn't want Abby to die. I would have absolutely loved it. Obviously, they couldn't do it because it would have ru- ruined, um, ruled out further sequels of the game. But if it gave you a choice like mm. between Abby or Ellie and you could fight of either of them and the and there actually, actually was a fight to the death. Because I'd have gone for killing Ellie, I think, just because... Did you really? I think I would have done, yeah, except I, I think I sympathise... I think... Because Abby... Because Abby spared someone who was pregnant, didn't she? And I don't think Ellie did that. I, I, my, my memory well, might be hazy. I, I, think... I know that you, as Ellie, you kill someone who is pregnant, but I don't think she knows that She's she aware. is. Yeah. She doesn't know until afterwards and yeah. she realises. That's very... true. I think... I think Ellie's just a bit more 
ruthless than Abby deep down. Like, yeah. if push came to shove, um, so I bet Ellie wouldn't have had an issue killing that kid, to be honest. Yeah. I think Abby would have held back. But anyway, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed that game. Good. Just wish it wasn't too fucking dark. <laughs> yeah, I know you were saying this, it was a bit dark. Messaging Tom ranting about the fact that it's so dark and I can't see where I'm going. And yet all the other characters didn't have a problem, did they? <laughs> Wandering around in the darkness. Oh, look, I found this great. Come on, how did you see that? It's fucking picture that. <laughs> but yeah, fantastic game. Easy 10 out of 10. Wonder yeah. if he'll make a third. Hopefully they will. Possibly, mate. Yeah, I think um be interesting to see if they do or not. Um I'd like to see Naughty Dog have a go doing a kind of new IP and then if they want to circle back to The Last of Us, they've always got it there to go back to, haven't they? Mm. Um But yeah, it depends whether or not they think the story's done. I think in all honesty, you'll have probably heard well, we've discussed it on this podcast, mate. They're obviously making the TV show, aren't they, of the Last yeah. of Us. I wouldn't be surprised to see another Last of Us game, whether it's made by Naughty Dog or not, you know, Sony might end up getting another studio on a on a sequel if Naughty Dog don't want to do it themselves in the coming years to capitalise on the popularity of that. I can't see them not doing that myself. We shall see. Um, Gaming-wise, that's it really for me. Um, 6th of April... Soul Storms available on PS Plus, which I was going to buy. So that's that certainly, certainly good value, mate, isn't it? Yeah, like a brand new IP. Well, not a brand new IP, so a brand new game in the uh, Abe's Odyssey series. Been totally free. Is pretty pretty amazing. Yeah. So we're both going to get that. We're both going to play it. But very beat, yeah. I imagine. And yeah. we'll both um, give our reviews of it at some yeah, point. Yeah, we'll do, a, do an episode on that one, mate, in, in the coming month or so. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm impressed that that one's coming. Um, for instance, Tuesday, that's out, I think, in the, did we say? Tuesday? I think uh, 6th of April, so yeah, Tuesday. Just in time for you going back to work, mate. That's good of them, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah it's good that, yeah, after a four-day weekend. Brilliant. Quick question for you, Tom. How would you pronounce this random question? Ted Diabassi. Would you say Ted Diabassi? I have always called him Ted Diabiosity. Ted Diabiosity, right. Ted David Diabiosity. Stewart, our colleague, called called me out because I mispronounced it. What? what said, how does he pronounce it? Well, I, oh, well, he wrote he wrote it on our chat thing, and it's it was the same as I'd done it. So maybe we should have him on as a guest. So right, here's some pronunciations get them all right otherwise yeah we're gonna stop it yeah i I mean i've I've just been watching wrestlemania's where the million dollar man's been part of it but um and there does seem to be very different ways people say his name ted dibiosity ted dibiosity is how i always thought it was but i don't know right we shall see i'll ask him and he can tell us how to pronounce all the words in the english language (laughs) um yep sir that's it, really. Looking forward to WrestleMania. Um, mm. Give us your predictions, who you think is going to win. Be nice. Um, what are you currently playing, Tom, whilst you can? Well, quite big movements in my gaming world over the last two weeks since we've uh, recorded a podcast, mate. And, and I don't think I said this on the last one we did, because I don't think I had it yet, but I actually got myself an Xbox Series X, mate, mm. to supplement the old mm. PS5. And um, I, it was a bit of an impulse buy. Been saving up for the new little one arriving, and I'd done better than I thought. And thought, you know what? Why not? I'm going to treat myself and get that as well. Um, and I got it with Xbox Game Pass, which is an exceptional piece of value. I think it's usually around about a tenner a month, and it's just hundreds of games. And, and every new game they bring out, they just put onto that's an Xbox exclusive, which are few and far between. But they put them straight onto Game Pass. Um, so I've just finished a game on that called State of Decay 2, which was a brilliant game. Very buggy, but fun to play. And it was essentially, um, what's the, like the Walking Dead computer game where it's kind of an open world survival horror where you build a little community on a map and you have to go you know one of the good things about it mate is that the characters die permanently 
So I actually managed to get there was two characters started as at the beginning that you pick. It was brother and sister. The brother died quite quickly, but the girl she became like my main character in my group of survivors and the leader of the group. And but she could have died at any point. She managed to actually make it through the whole game. But a lot of the people within my group that you become attached to and tell your own little stories with as you're playing as them ended up kind of dying along the way. Um, that was a very fun little game, mate, that I enjoyed playing. Um, yeah. I've also been tinkering around with the Gears of War games that I played when I used to have an Xbox 360 and plan to play through those um, when I get a chance. Um, but yeah, that's about it really, mate, recently. But like I say, this, the Game Pass thing, like I say, is a really compelling um, reason to kind of go for an Xbox because you don't really ever have to buy a game for it. It's uh, ten a month, and all the new games come straight to it. And there's a big back catalogue, all of Bethesda's stuff, which they've obviously just bought Bethesda straight on there that you can play for free. You just download them straight to your console, so there's no streaming like there is on PlayStation now. Um, so yeah, compelling argument, mate, for that service. Um, and I think as they get more and more studios bought and probably improve their um, first-party titles, I think it will make them quite a competitive console and, and system. He's truly defected to the Xbox side. <laughs> Which is good, because it will add an extra dimension on to the podcast. Yeah, won't it? So. absolutely. I mean, look, you know what I'd say to Allo is be a PlayStation man at heart. And, and all big... If there's any big games that come out on PlayStation, I'll be playing them there for their exclusives. If there's anything that's third party that's not on Game Pass, I would play it on my PlayStation. If anything happens to come onto Game Pass um, and I can play it for free there, well then I will, but hopefully be able to give us insight on the kind of both systems throughout this generation, mate. Lovely. Excellent. Yeah, Game Pass, it does sound incredibly good value, doesn't it? So, um, Yeah, so I should be downloading Abe's obviously on Tuesday and fun little week next week. Mm. Wrestling and Abe's Odyssey. We shall see. Very good, mate. Lovely. So, anything else from you at all? That's it from me, mate. Yeah, we'll uh, be probably recording the WrestleMania one in a week or two. We might get that put together and, and posted and, and then maybe take a bit of a break until we maybe do Abe's. Absolutely. Lovely. So, Fab. thanks for listening to all. And there's only thing, one really thing left to say. Thing to say. Oh, oh right, right there. there. Lord Alfred Hayes. <laughs>